Hey guys, this is B. So before we start the show, I just want to say this episode was recorded prior to everything that came to light with Jordan recently, and some of his content is in the episode. If you don't want to listen, that's fine. Um, it's pretty lighthearted stuff. At the same time, totally get it. We would have edited it out. But Waylon is leaving town and she handles our editing because I don't have a computer. So we're just adding this little bit in here before we get started. Stick around if you want to. And just like major apologies for all that shit because it's shitty. And I want you all to shitpost your heart's content but like feel fucking safe. So um, peace out. Hello. Hey, you go. No, I think you should go. Hi, I'm B. You might know me as your favorite moderator and also the best shit poster in the universe. Who's here with me? Uh, I'm Waylon, and also you might know me from uh, just like having really good startup pitches and just like being the best shit poster in the universe. And I'm gonna have to call you out right now for trying to take that position away from me. We're gonna have to have a pitch off. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Uh, and we, yeah, you versus me, we pitch, and then obviously the public is gonna decide. We're gonna decide. Our adoring dozens to thousands of fans. Groves of fans. Yeah, we don't know. We haven't technically put out an episode yet, but by the time this comes out, there will be at least a thousand, I think. The people will decide. Yeah, okay. Hit me with a pitch. Wait, what, what are the rules here? We go three for three? Yeah, can, can we use pitches we've already made? Or we have to come with No, this style? is off the dome. This is um, like freestyle rap battle, but hopefully there's less spaghetti vomiting. I like a little bit of spaghetti vomiting. Ooh. <laughs> Alright, you start. No, you start. Um, See, so you just gotta, no. gotta come naturally. No, yeah, so listen, if you can't freestyle battle raps... It's a condom that's also a pencil. <laughs> that was... That was quick. That was feisty. Okay. Uh, It's like dentures for your teeth, but not for if you're missing teeth. It's so you can have longer teeth. Ooh, teeth extensions. I love it. That's a great one. Yeah. Okay. Um, ICP makeup condoms. So your little willy can also be a juggalo. (laughs) All right. Um, I just had one, but that really threw me for a loop, man. Uh... Wait, both of mine were condom pitches. <laughs> listen, it's... You have a you have a running theme <laughs> okay, right now. Okay. Oh, right. Mine, it's like a fast-acting, inhalable steroid. Like, it's like mm. whippets, but it makes you really ripped for like 30 seconds. For like 30 seconds, and then do you deflate like a little balloon? Yeah. Okay, gotta go three for three on the condom pitches. Yeah, hit me with another one of those condom pitches. Uh, Ooh, okay. It's a condom, but it's also a koosh ball. Like it's got all the little little, silly strings coming out of it. Stringy for her pleasure. Yeah. Okay. It might be like best for oral sex. I don't know. It's, you can do what you want with my product. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna my third pitch for this pitch off. I think I have a strong third. I'm gonna hit on your theme. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take your condoms and run. Okay. It's a combo condom and string cheese, so you can just peel it apart, almost yeah. like a banana. 
Okay, so I was wondering if the cheese is on the outside or the inside. Do you eat the cheese after you finish and it's like cummy string cheese that you unwrap? Oh, it's not edible. Oh! No, no, it's just fun to peel apart. Oh, okay, I was hoping it was real cheese in there for like your after-coital snack. It would it'd be gross either way if it's outside or inside the condom. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I think that's a fast track to yeast infection. I was just going to say, yeah, that's how you get a yeast infection. But, like, what if that's the new thing? What if that's the next big fashionable thing is, like, check out my yeast infection? Like, extreme yeast infection getting? It's, like, the most extreme way you can contract a yeast infection? Like, planking, but different. <laughs> <laughs> 2019 planking is extreme yeast infecting. Gross. Pretty gross. Pretty gross. Um, so, outside of our ideas, what are you bringing to the table to discuss today? Oh, man. Let me check. Oh, okay. Evan Sellen came with the heat. Inflatable people you put up as decor for your party. Okay. I love this. I've thought of a different version of this. It's basically the same thing, but you put everybody on Roombas so the neighbors think you're having a party. This is very home alone. It is very home alone. And... A classic idea is timeless. Oh, it's yeah. A good idea. Yeah. Kevin McAllister showed us it works. Uh, there, There is a market for it. Not only is it like, oh, you put them up when you're having a party so people don't think that you're sad and lonely and nobody came to your party, but also home defense. Yeah. Nobody's going to come in there. There's a bunch of cool, burly dudes hanging out in front of your window. You mm. can get them in different shapes and sizes, but mine no, will it's be burly No, only cool, burly dudes. Okay. If you say so. What do you um, got? Oh, okay. So I've been thinking about this pitch nonstop for a long time. Mm-hmm. Dana Hearn. We become buddies now. Um, but it's it's furniture. Let me make sure I phrase it correctly. Furniture that has different stages of ripeness. Oh yeah, yes. I saw that one and it really struck a chord with me because like I don't like the I don't like having to go like you know you have a couch it's too firm you have a couch it's too soft you have to get two couches in case you don't like to choose between firm and soft this way you go to the store you get you know a young couch it's very firm, and then it just softens up over its lifespan. How long is the lifespan on these, though? Like, So, there's a lot of questions I have. Are uh-huh. there little furniture trees that you pick your chair from? There has to be an easier way than genetically engineering furniture trees. Yeah. Like, it's inflatable, and it just has a slow leak. That sounds uncomfortable. See, I'm imagining fully functional furniture. But I'm sure that biotechnology will exist soon. Let's not get into the science here. Let's keep it fun. Um, what was your question? <laughs> what's the lifespan? Oh, what's the lifespan? Furniture? So I would think just, like, regular lifespan. But then if it gets too ripe, it's going to get moldy. So I'm going to say one year. It's a one-year couch. Okay. Um, and then you can buy them at different times if you have different preferences. You're like, oh, I want the hard chair versus the soft chair. Switch it up. Okay, yeah. You know, this concept is not as funny, like, talking about it as so much as just letting your mind wander. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to admit that we're not funny on our podcast, especially look, when we're not being funny. <laughs> look, listen. They're not all winners. 
Okay. okay. What do you have? I have a really fucking good one okay. right now okay. from okay. Uh, my buddy uh, Gregor's uh, Miaska Witch. You nailed it. Yeah, I think I definitely nailed it. There's no way that I got that wrong. Greg threw out uh, a new wireless wearable phone accessory and relaxation assistant called Zenvolt that shocks you whenever you're not relaxing enough. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It just really gets you in the zone. Yeah. Like, that way you have, like, a firm hand sort of, like, guiding you to be relaxed. You have to be relaxed. Otherwise, you're going to get electrocuted. (laughs) And everyone knows the easiest way to fucking motivate yourself to be relaxed is through fear of physical pain. It's true. Negative reinforcement always works. It's how you train your brain. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the whole thing. Um, okay, so we need to talk about our dueling pitches. Yours was erotic murder mystery party, uh-huh. but I had previously posted. So it's like a murder mystery train for people with a train conductor fetish. Yours is way more specific. Mine is more and specific. I think that like. You're just trying to fucking elbow in on my great idea because your less good idea was first. Your because your less good idea has fucking an element of mine (laughs) in it, and you just want these big, big erotic murder mystery dollars. Once fucking my like yes, of course we're gonna have. Of course we're gonna have a train mystery fucking evening what kind of cruel bastard wouldn't have a train themed erotic murder (laughs) mystery party but we could do other stuff you know like carnival mystery for those clam freaks out there did you just say carnival (laughs) maybe which it works yeah (laughs) it reads yeah carnival like you know you're at a rich southern debutante's fucking ball in their mansion and then fucking like oh heavens me it appears my husband has taken ill and up and died (laughs) what's the fetish (laughs) i hope no one nobody takes advantage of my grief to do sex to me while we're solving this murder Please don't tie me up and drag me all around the house. Exactly. I'd hate it. Oh, Inspector, (laughs) it appears I have found a clue. I I must bend over to to, uh, inspect it further. Please, if you you mind, could you hold up my, my... my coattails, my frock. Elegant. Yeah. You see, there with mine, there's a million ways you could go. It's not my fault you pitched fucking into a corner okay, and are upset at me for having a better version of your idea. Here's the thing, is my, your situation would work just as well. It's just that you can have various kinds of fetish parties, but everybody, it's always also a train conductor fetish party. Heavens to Betsy, bring me my mint julep (laughs) while I strip out of these uh, hot, hot, I don't know, that was, I'm sorry, what, go back. (laughs) 
I'm saying it's the same fucking idea. We can do any of your themes just on the train. And No, no, fucking get out of here. I don't want to have an erotic train conductor pop up in all of my, like, in my fucking <laughs> like the David Hawaiian. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want, like, a Hawaiian tiki-themed fucking murder mystery okay. where we're at the beach and then all of a sudden there's a mysterious train conductor with a curly mustache. He doesn't fit in the setting. Well, okay. So I guess it depends because I was thinking they would specifically be fetish themed, but it depends on the role play you're into. And if Hawaii tiki role play is your thing, uh-huh. I guess that works. It's, no, listen, my stuff, it doesn't... It's multi-layered. It's it like, doesn't start out as a fetish thing unless it's a murder at a fetish party. It's a, a it's a murder mystery party that is erotic. It's... Okay. Okay. I got it. We're, like, on slightly different planes here. Which is why you can't take me to court over this. Okay. You win. You win. You're right. I win. Let's because... Let's go on an erotic murder mystery cruise. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> That's another thing that we could do <laughs> with this fucking startup. Once we get the funding... Get Elon Musk in on this. You know he's into some freak shit. Oh, yeah. What else you got? Oh, well... What else you got when you're not shitting all over my good ideas? Okay, well, I'm just saying I laid the fucking groundwork. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Poser. Can I get banned for talking too much shit on the podcast? I can ban you anytime. (sighs) Damn it. Watch your step. Cars with toes. Cars with toes. Cars with toes. But there's a a sister pitch. Uh Uh-huh. Wait, no, I have... Toe orgasms is a sister pitch. So, your car is... Go back to the first one first before we talk about my car's toes orgasming. Okay. Where on the car are the toes? The freaking wheels. So is it just a big circle of toes, or is it like... That's what I'm imagining. The wheel is a big toe, and it moves like a I was also kind of imagining, like, just the toes. Just like... They're big toes, and they're just like skeet, skeet, skirting around. I was going to say something about your toes skeeting, but you followed it up with toe orgasms, and so your toes will be able to skeet. Disgusting. Yeah, but, like, all those freaking cars out there just, like, fucking skeeting and skirting, and, like, the accidents are going to be wild because the roads will just be splattered in town. Oh, (laughs) This belongs in... OSSP after dark. Okay, well, it's a mashup group because I moderate both of them. My podcast, my groups, mixing it up, we'll put an 18 plus disclaimer on it and anybody can listen. Mm, Okay. All right. Okay. Well, what do you have, Way? Sea-Doo's for ants. I don't know what a sea-Doo is. Can you explain it? Well, Stephanie Nicole Smith submitted this beautiful post and I'm sorry that you aren't cultured enough to know the other word for a jet ski. I'm fucking sold. I'm imagining teeny tiny little jet skis, ants in these pools, just like going skirt, 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 in their jet skis. They make tiny sounds, though, because they're so tiny. Yeah. We don't see ants doing enough leisure activities. Mm-mm. I'm sure ants... Well, we see them hiking. That's, like, the main leisure activity. That's their job, though. When you see an ant out walking around, it's 
it's doing work. It's looking for food. You never see an ant playing baseball. You don't see an ant fucking smoking weed. You never see ants on skidoos. Yeah, it's true. Like, let the ants have a little fun. Yeah. We, they get a lot of fucking flack. Like, people don't like them, which is not their fault, and they deserve to just fucking relax. What people don't know, and I think we need to talk about this, we need to take a break to talk about this, is in Cindy Lauper's fucking seminal hit, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, she also says ants. Girls, and then there's some, there's some light, you know, very faint backmasking there. It's like, and ants. And ants. Yeah, that's actually true. So... You know, just like Cindy Lauper was on it, just let the ants have some fun. Mm-hmm. Especially the girl ants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have a another sibling pitch for that. Okay. Which is ants that curse when they find food. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I can would you love imagine to hear your... a, a swarm of ants that are just like, fuck! Shit! Man, come over here! Shit! And they're all just like screaming because they found some food. Okay, so they would be very quiet, I think. Yeah. But you would hear it, you know, faintly, and that tons would be of fun. Them. So they would be, would they be able to talk otherwise? Because you said, oh man, I found some food. But, or would it just be I like, think, fuck, shit. I think it would mainly shit, just be fuck. like, bastard. I'm for it if it's only swear words. Because if, if, if we let ants talk, if we give them browsing the ability Browsing in the Pixar to, territory that's yeah. copyright infringement. Yeah. Is that DreamWorks ants? Pixar. Well, remember? there was DreamWorks, there was Ants, and A Bug's Life. Right, but I'm talking about specifically Ants. Which are ant films. Yes. One has different kinds of bugs, though. Yeah. Also, one is very violent and disturbing. Ants. Ants is not a, not an easy film. Probably DreamWorks. That has DreamWorks all over it. Uh-huh. I would love to be there for the pitch of that movie, where it's like, okay, what if we had, like, a gritty war movie, but it was 3D animated and for children? and not about humans, but about bugs. <laughs> Light her up, boys! That's what they say whenever you pitch a, a film. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and they sign it into a reality. Yeah. yeah Light her up, boys! And then they light the person who pitched it on fire. Just for a second. It's how you seal the contract. I thought they lit the script on fire. No. They burn the original no, copy it's... of the script and you have to write a whole new <laughs> one from how dedicated are you to this film? Exactly. If Listen, if someone is going to be funding your film for millions of dollars, you should be able to write a new script on the spot because you burned it in celebration of getting it fucking funded, man. Yes. You already did socks to suck your toes. Got a lot of feet shit. You guys are freaks. Wait, I have a question about the socks that suck your toes. Mm-hmm. We can if, we can, back. if we can yeah, revisit we can back. that one for just a minute. If you masturbate into one of those socks, will it suck your dick? No, toes only. We discussed this. They formed your toes and they, yeah, can, but- sen- they can sense... If you're trying to stick a pee-pee in there. I was going to say, isn't a dick, like, just, like, a big toe that can pee? I would disagree, because your toes can't get flaccid, though it would be pretty cool if they could. I guess you've never seen my toes. (laughs) I can see them right now. They're in socks. Yeah, I can't see them. Hold on to your butt. Hold on to your butt. Because I got a real serious one here from Saint Shane S. Chappas. Mint chocolate chip mayonnaise. I think it would be good. 
I want to have a one-sentence startup pitch meetup where we cook all of the foods ever pitched in the group. <laughs> Great idea. I just feel like it's really important. Yeah. I mean, there's just, like, a lot of room out there. There's some other savory kinds of mayonnaises you can get. Aiolis, if you're trying to be fancy. But, like, what about sweet mayos? It's just eggs and oil. And now mint and chocolate chips. And now mint and chocolate chips. That sounds decadent and delicious. Think of all the things you could use it for. Ice cream topping. (laughs) Bread topping. Uh Lube. That one. Lotion. Croissant toppings. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If you have other ideas, you can throw them out there. No, no, because you you're the one basis. who said that it was good, so I figured you'd have other ideas. You're like, this could be good. I just think we could push the market in a new direction. Okay, you know? okay. Yeah, There's a, clearly mayos. freaks out there who would be into it. What was your original, you didn't think it was going to be good? Were you going to dunk on this? No, I'm not saying that I don't think that it will be good. I'm just saying the flavor sort of situation there doesn't really appeal to me. But, like... It's a revolutionary idea. Yeah. Fucking... Shane's really shaking things up. Like Nutella mayonnaise. Chili con carne ice cream. No. I'm gonna stop you right there. It's not the same. Because I don't want frozen meat. I can take a sweet spread. I get that all the time. It's a different category altogether. Well, you're a coward. Yeah. And listen, let me follow this up with another pitch from Cade Duncan Miller. Okay. That you could put on top of your chili con carne ice cream. Chili filled donut. You're mixing the sweet and the savory. I... I think it would be really good if it's just a classic glazed donut with chili inside. If it's the right donut, I think that could be a masterpiece. Did you know that in the Midwest, cinnamon rolls are big with chili? You're full of shit, Waylon. Let me Google You've tried this. to swindle me before. Let me show you, man. Okay. The truth about chili and cinnamon rolls. What's cooking, America? For most Americas, crackers or cornbread is commonplace or a common accompaniment served with a bowl of chili. In states like Indiana and Ohio, peanut butter sandwich is also an acceptable normal size with a side with a bowl of chili. What the fuck is wrong? Excuse me? Excuse me? Surprisingly, to several Midwest states, a bowl of chili is usually served with a cinnamon roll on the side. Maybe this person is just from the Midwest, and they're like, let's just make it on one bite, and it's not some novel fucking concept to them. Fucking godless heathens. I did say I'd like the idea, but still. I'm saying there's a market there. Already. Yeah, freaking Krispy Kreme move out of the way. We We got chunky... Dunks or something. We'll come up with a better name. That's a working title. Chunky Dunks? Chunky Dunks. I love it. Okay, cool. Chunky Dunks chili filled <laughs> donuts. donuts. Perfect. Okay, a seafood restaurant where lobster is a teeny tiny bit cheaper, but you have to beat the lobster in a boiled alive match. So the first one to get boiled alive loses and gets eaten? Well, if you win... The lobster is a little bit cheaper. Yeah, so what if is winning in a boiled alive match? You don't die first, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you don't die first. Great. So either you die or you get a slightly discounted lobster. I'm assuming that if you die, the lobster 
probably also will die. Does someone get to eat that lobster for a discounted price? They or? throw it in the garbage. Both of you go in the garbage. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking okay. you could probably charge more for that because you'd be like, someone died for this lobster. Oh, that's true. You could have one of those food eating contests where you have to eat all of the lobsters that killed people that night. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who is willing to eat the pile of man-killing lobsters? That's a great idea. I'm super into that. That sparked a new idea within me. Have you ever heard of the Heart Attack Grill? No. It's a restaurant in Vegas. Uh, Their theme, I guess, is a trash. It's like, if you weigh over a certain amount, like, you can weigh yourself on going to a restaurant. If you weigh over a certain amount, they'll give you discounts or free food. Okay. And their whole thing is like, we serve the big greasy burgers and it's bad for you and blah, blah, blah. And several of their patrons have had heart attacks in store. What if you had a restaurant like that where if someone has a heart attack while eating their food, you... (laughs) No, you don't get to eat them, B. No. I whispered very softly, you get to eat them, because I didn't want to ruin her punchline, but that was not where she was going. No. Well, I think that's probably a better idea. I was just going to say, like, if someone has a heart attack while eating a giant fatty greasy cheeseburger in this restaurant, someone else can be like, I would like that pre-eaten cheeseburger. death burger, please. Please give me the death burger. I would like the, like, half to three quarters of a cheeseburger. That way it's less bad for me. And plus, like, you feel powerful knowing what you're eating killed man. You just do. Yeah. Or woman. Yeah, anyone can eat these these bad foods. Can we take it back to Chili Donuts for a second? Okay, I I guess. You're really beating a death Oh, dear Lord. (laughs) My husband has... It ingested a tainted chili donut. Was that the whole thing? That was it. <laughs> Whatever shall we do? <laughs> Ooh, a chess tournament, but you're allowed to use weapons. Another one from my good friend Dan. So you're at a table, mm-hmm. one to two feet away from someone who you're playing chess with. Correct. And you can just, like, pick up a knife and stab at them to try and impede their fucking moves. So I'm trying to decide if the rules are you can attack each other or you can only attack their pieces on the board. But it's, like, no rules. You, you can you just have shoot some, up all those little pots. You gotta have pots. some rules. No, because I think, I think if you fucking... It's chess, okay? Let me refine this. Let's... Okay, let's talk about what's chess. No, we already know what chess is. I just want to refine this to, like, a workable blood sport that you could see on ESPN or in a back alley somewhere. Okay, it's like yes. It's like that Michael Jackson video where those guys knife fight and their hands are tied together, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So you have one hand over the table tied to your opponent's hand, right? Mm-hmm. And you take turns playing chess like normal, but also... You have a knife that you can swipe at your enemy with. So it's a double layer. It's like chess boxing. It's a double layered yeah, thing. Only there's it. no breaks. It's controlled. You can't move and swipe, but somebody can try to stab you when you're moving. Yeah. Um, yeah. That yeah, way. I think that's great. I like the, the hands to the table. It keeps things controlled. It keeps it civilized. Mm-hmm. You know, it can't go two balls. Two balls. And just, just the knife. 
for the weapon we've decided. Mm-hmm. Okay, I might choose something different, but I think a knife keeps it on an even playing field. What would you choose? Oh, anything you wanted. Um, a spear? Yeah, that's a weapon. <laughs> that's a kind of weapon. Okay, okay, I know my weapons. Uh-huh. Cause you know that everybody brings their own little flavor to the table. Mm. Never know what you're gonna get. Great. Except for attacked. You know that. No, yeah, but that. are you going to get attacked physically, or are you going to get attacked on the board? Both. you got to be really good at both things. The ultimate fighter and the ultimate I'm just saying. Player. I'm just saying you're you shaking it up. make this a movie. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good movie. It would be a really good movie. Netflix, are you listening? <laughs> yeah, hey, Netflix. I know that our immediate growth in listener numbers has probably attracted someone from Netflix. Someone from Netflix. They're, they got their finger on the pulse. Okay, so is it about, like, a child prodigy also that's in a knife chess? Yeah, but they're playing against adults. It's like an Ender's Game situation, but with knife chess? Yeah. You were really playing the big chess <laughs> game all along! It was war. You made a war with the knife chess. It was all a simulation. It's also the Matrix. Okay, knife chess, good call. Love yeah. knife chess. A movie. Okay, I have a good one here from uh, Caitlin J. Wilson. Ooh, Caitlin, we love you. Caitlin, you're the best. We love you. Uh, Books that smell like their story settings. I'm licking my lips, but you can't see it. You gotta lick them louder. (laughs) That's disgusting. Stop it. You asked me to. Yeah, I, I can regret my decisions. Okay, so, sorry. Back to the pitch. Books that smell like the book setting. What's happening in the book, you can smell it. Yeah, but not like, you don't turn the page and it's like, oh, Jim Jam, Jim Jam did a fart, and you, all of a sudden you smell yeah, a fart. Yeah, no, no, it's just the whole thing. It's like it's a like book the about theme. Jack the Ripper smells like... Uh, old Dirty London. Old Dirty London, with a hint of murder. Yeah, like the blood. <laughs> a romance novel smells like passion. I was going to say Fifty Shades of Grey smells like a Yankee candle and also sex. Yeah! Quentin Tarantino's, like, autobiography just smells like feet. I don't read books, so I don't have a lot that I know off the top of my head. I like this almost better than Smell-O-Vision, I think, because, like... Old book smell is so great, but I think that modern printing techniques have eliminated that, right? The glues have changed and shit, so those wonderful older books. We're not going to have books that smell like that, right? Why not fucking bring that into the fucking 21st century with books that smell like the places that they're about? Are they going to, like, fade with time so it'll be, like, old smell book and be like, you can still taste the Yankee. Yeah. Um, do you have a Jordan Fryer idea to end on today? Uh, or do you want me to pull one no, out? No, you, you, pull, you pull a Fryerism up. A woman with tiny fire-breathing dragon heads in place of nipples. 